excellent. I'm giving everybody till, well, it's 7.35 now. We're going to get started. <laughs> so um, the reason that I, I got this kind of webinar, I, I hate to call it a webinar because I really want it to be more of a discussion um, about nutrition is over the past two weeks, I have had 11 people <laughs> either post <laughs> something about nutrition or directly message me um, about uh, nutrition. Um, I don't, I don't know how I became the go-to person for nutrition because it's, it's almost funny because I started working on um, my nutrition because of the disasters uh, that I had with nutrition. Um, and about, uh, it was like about 2015. I know, I do know it was um, Ironman New Orleans 70.3. I went into the race uh, almost completely depleted. Mm. Um, and then I lost part of my nutrition on the ride. Um, and I experienced vomiting, cramping. Uh, I had no idea what my body was going through, but I was completely depleted of calories. Um, I didn't know what it was at the time, but probably glycogen. Um, and then the other thing that prompted me to start focusing on nutrition was uh, in 2000, early 2017, I found out that I was a borderline diabetic. Um, I would get sick after races. Um, I would get a kind of muscle fatigue that wasn't normal. I mean, it was hard for me to walk up the stairs. I was so fatigued. Uh, and come to find out, it was because my blood sugar was kind of out of whack for a couple of days after uh, a race. And that was from the nutrition. The nutrition had a little bit too much of a sugar boost in it for me. And that's what prompted me to, one, change my diet, and then, two, to start looking for products that, um, that were better for me. And I, I'm going to be showing you the products that I use, but it's, and I think they're great products, but each and every one of you, you have to look for the thing that works best for you. So um, did anybody have any questions or anything about how I got to where I am? We had somebody else join. Um, I, I would love to know everything about how you got to where you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, so I, I did start, I did start in 2015 focusing on pre-race, like the two days before and during the race, making sure that I had um, proper nutrition. Um, it's essential especially as you start going longer or if you get uh if, if you decide you know i really want to go after a goal and you're pushing yourself hard that the couple of days before the race you're very hydrated um you're eating high nitrate high carbohydrate foods and um consuming enough food on the bike and a lot of people think that consuming food on the bike is because that's the easiest place to consume food it is, but there's a scientific reason, as I found out probably about a year ago. On the bike, your heart rate in general is a lot lower than when you're running. So what you want to try to do is consume the food that you need when your heart rate is lower because your body absorbs it better. And I, I, didn't, I didn't even realize that till, till last year. So that, that's just something to think about, think about um, as well. And I've used a number of products to get through that that fueling um, 
that fueling process. Um, right now, um, I'm trying to focus on using completely um, liquid nutrition, um, but when I have the longer days for like um, ITU Worlds, which is kind of in between an Ironman and a uh, half Ironman, and for the full Ironman, I do consume some um, some solid nutrition. So, so what what distances are are all of you focusing on right now? Well, I'm attempting my first half Ironman in June. Okay. And, and I've done Olympics before. Okay. Uh, and France, but. Okay, so you're looking you're looking to really change your nutrition yeah. to a certain extent. To, yeah, because at, at the seventy dot three, I mean, you can eke through an Olympic um, a little bit depleted, but once you get to the seventy dot three, I, I know um, in Augusta this year. Uh, I was just really tired and I didn't eat the way I should on the bike and it was a long run. <laughs> it was a really long run. And it's going to be a long run anyway. <laughs> so, but, um, so Robert, I know you're going to worlds for duathlon, but what else are you focusing on? Um, my, my, probably my biggest goal at the end of the year is, um, uh, the Ironman Atlantic city 70.3. Okay. The last two years, and I've been getting better every year. Um, you know, I, I'm primarily an Olympic and sprint distance guy for the most part. That's really my my forte. But I've been trying to move up to the longer distances slowly. So I've been focusing, and my 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 real, uh, I would say, you know, nutrition experience has been at the half Ironman level. I have the Olympic and sprint pretty much down. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been really working on getting my nutrition straight for this 70.3. That's what I've been working on. So, you know, I always like to share, you know, share knowledge and hear what other people have to say, you know, hear what products people are using, that kind of stuff. Um, and I have, I have particular, particular difficulty when it's really hot. And okay. I did Augusta a couple of years ago and it was like brutally hot and I just, just really wilted in the heat. So, um, so that's another thing that, um, that, you know, I wanted to just hear what, how other people uh, have, have uh, you know, have, have faced that problem. I, I've been trying actually a new thing. I, you know, I'm sponsored by Hammer Nutrition, mm -hmm. and I use one of their products now called Liquid New Endurance. I don't know if you've heard of this. Basically helps you store more water in your body for the really hot days, because here in Maryland, like once you hit June, like it could just be ridiculous and I'm sure you know all about that down yeah, there. I live in Atlanta and yeah. I, I I go to Cuba quite often so I, I get yeah, the right. run in Havana this year was 95 degrees and I oh. thought somebody was gonna have to peel me off the mile. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean one of the reasons why I choose Atlantic City is because it's later in the year and it's on the water so it tends to be a little cooler so I just perform better in those conditions so. Okay all right so what what I'm gonna do is um just like he was saying, he uses Hammer. I use a com I use a company. I found a company uh, called F2C. I met them in Canada in 2017, and I actually met them by I wouldn't say by accident. Um, a young lady named Joni just kind of led me over to the booth, and I started talking to one of the owners. And it was funny because he was saying all the same things that my doctor was saying. So I was like, okay, well, let me let me try these products. So what I'm going to do is on a on a daily routine, just share with you the products that I use. And then what I'd also like to do is, we don't live off of nutrition. <laughs> I want to talk to you about um, just my regular diet as well.
So um, every morning, and I'm, I'm sure Jaja does this too, and I don't have a container of it right now, but I use a product called Farmer Greens. Um, it's, it, I'm, I don't have the, the, the container right now because it, it was, it was um, differently labeled for, for the athletes that belong, that are part of the team, so it's not properly labeled. But I use a product called Farmer Greens. Um, it's basically concentrated vegetables. Um, most Americans, <laughs> most adults, we don't get enough vegetables. Um, so I drink that every morning. It helps reduce the acidity level of your body and it helps you recover a little bit faster. So I'll drink that, wait 20 minutes. Um, then I use a product called Ultradurance. Do I have that with me? I don't have that with me either. I thought I did. Um, and I mix it with basically, it's just powdered beet juice because I don't like to keep big jugs of juice everywhere. So it's just powdered beet juice. I mix those two together and I drink that every day. Of course, we know beet juice is good for your circulation. And the ultra durance is similar to if you take a, a pre-race or pre-key um, workout drink. But the thing is with ultra durance, it, it builds up in your system over time. So you just take a little bit every day and then you take a little bit more before key workouts and before um, before races. Um, for just regular hydration, um, I'll use this on the run or I'll use this for shorter workouts. It's called Hydrodurance. Um, very low on calories, but it's a good electrolyte drink. And that's what you should be doing for, especially if you're um, trying to drop a little bit of weight, I'll use the Hydrodurance or I'll use what's called electrodurance. It's nothing but electrolytes, no calories in it. It just helps you maintain your electrolyte balance if you wanna do, I do water only rides sometimes. So I'll ride for maybe two hours with water only and that provides the electrolytes that I need, but I'm burning fat versus burning, um, burning calories. For my races, what I use is what's called glycodurance. Um, it's highly, one scoop is uh, 100 calories, it's highly caloric. Um, I will put, I can put about six to 800 calories in my speed fill, um, and that will get me through a half Ironman, and I'll just grab water to supplement as I go through the race. So this is enough to get me through um, 50 to 60 miles of riding. Khadija, is that the same as like um, Infinite and that kind of stuff? Yeah, it's, on, it's, the, same, it's the same concept, um, except the carbohydrate is a little bit different. It's not made from sugars. Um, so it doesn't, it, it, your blood sugar remains a little bit even. Um, my issue with using Infinite was that my blood sugar would go up and down, up and down. With this, it, it's released, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. It released the glucose more evenly so that I don't get that sugar rush and then that complete drop after the race is over. So that's I where- I find because it doesn't have that sugar, you don't have that stomach bloating that you would get from exactly. like Gatorade. Yeah. Exactly. Please chime in whenever I get nervous, Jaja, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> please, please. I have this for you. <laughs> oh, you. The farmer greens. Oh, thanks. You didn't have it. Awesome. <laughs> oh, 
That's thank you because I thought you were saying farmer green. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I think the new packaging is this one, but I have the old and the new. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so God, it looks like you have enough to spare. So then the for after post post race. Uh oh. Oh, for post race and post workout. Um, I I'm not I'm not a vegan. Um one of a plant-based athlete or you know that but i do i don't do well on whey um i'm not a huge meat eater so i do use the vegan uh protein that they have they also have a whey protein um that they use as well and once again the car not no sugar it's the carbs are set up so that it doesn't um spike your your blood sugar. So my normal routine through the week is I have my normal diet uh, for most of my weekday workouts. I'll just be using the hydrodurance or the electrodurance. If I'm approaching uh, one of my A races, I'll go with the electrodurance so I can try to be as lean as I possibly can for my key workouts or my weekend workouts where especially if I'm going for a longer race, some of my weekend workouts are like six hours. I'll be using the um, glycodurance. I'm recovering with the vegan pure. Um, and that's, that's pretty much it as far as um, the race and the training nutrition are concerned. So let's, I mean, if you have, let's, if you have questions, you want to talk about the products, um, see how that relates to some of the products that you're using. Um, where do we get these products? Well, F2C is sold online. Um, you just go to F2C.com and uh, you can use, I have a discount code, uh, Khadija15. You can get a 15% discount on the products if you want to try them. Um, Jaja, I don't know what your discount code is. Is it Porter15? Jaja on the call? It's um, Jaja 15. Jaja 15. You can use either one of those if you want to uh, try the products and get a discount on, or you can just use it ongoing. You don't, it, you don't have to, it's not a first time thing. Um, they have, even though they are a Canadian company, they do have a U.S. Dis distributor, so you're not paying for um, shipping out of the country. It comes directly from um, a distributor in the U.S. Yeah, and this, the beet juice, I get this from Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be perfectly, I get this from Walmart. I think it's like $12.99. And I like this particular one because um, I had another powdered beet juice, but it was a little grainy. This is very smooth, and I love the flavor. It doesn't have any sugar in it. It, it mixes very nicely with the ultra-durance. What about, um, like, does that have gluten or dairy or any of that stuff in any of that? No, none. All of their, all of F2C's products are gluten-free, um, non-GMO. Now, the, uh, the whey products, of course, are dairy, but in Canada, they're, they only use grass-fed uh, whey, which is different than um, so the U U.S. products. What about soy? Does it have any of that? No. Okay. As you can tell, I'm, I found out I'm gluten, I have a gluten allergy and a dairy allergy. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a fan of, of dairy. I do eat cheese, 
um, cheese doesn't seem to bother me, but I do drink almond milk. I don't, and I think a part of that is, and this kind of leads almost into like my, my daily diet. Um, I'm not a huge meat eater and I never have been. Um, I might eat some salmon, tuna steaks, or a small piece of beef, maybe once or twice a month. I do not eat chicken. I do not eat eggs. I do not drink milk. Those are huge hormone um, offenders. Those are the three products that are just totally infused with hormones. And especially for uh, women, as you approach certain times of the month, they can really decrease your power on the bike if you're eating, um, eating those, unless you're eating um, like organic chicken or organic eggs. But those, those three products have tons of hormones in them because they use the hormones to make them, re, uh, to produce more. So like my typical diet, like for this week, I usually cook two or three times a week, just really big. This week, um, Sunday, I cooked uh, barley in um, a, um, a lejeune broth. And then um, I had a cooked quinoa in coconut milk, uh, collard greens with kale, um, and black beans. And the kids wanted some chili, so I made them um, black bean chili with uh, stripped beef for them to have and some rice with uh, coconut milk. And that'll last us probably till we'll run out tomorrow. The beans are getting low. <laughs> but that's, that's what my um, typical diet looks like. I love salmon. Um, like I said, I love uh, tuna steaks, so I'll eat those every now and then. But that's what my typical um, diet is. I also love um, beets. I love yellow beets. Um, but those are just the kind of foods that I, I grew up on. So, Khadija, can I ask a question? I Where I get really confused is trying to figure out, like, I think I'm still wondering you know, do I have to fuel differently for workouts rather than just thinking, I mean, cause I've been working out five or six days a week at this mm -hmm. point and they're not all, you know, really long workouts. You know, like I may go on one long run a week, but I'm doing speed drills one day or some hill repeats and I'm, you know, doing maybe an hour and a half to two hours on a bike, um, some couple of long swims in there. And, and I, I know for myself that I often think, oh, I don't need to fuel anything special for this particular workout. But then I find like towards the end of the week, as I'm getting closer to a rest day, and maybe I've been working out four or five days, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so exhausted. I don't know if I can do these last few workouts I have yeah. on my cycle for this week. And is, is that because I'm just thinking of fueling for discrete workouts instead of thinking of I've got a whole training I've got a fuel for the entirety of the training I mean I think that's a different mindset and I know I don't have it but I find myself lacking towards the end of like day five or six four five and six can get pretty rough and sometimes uh, I end up having to skip a workout and I think that's everybody I've I've fallen into that um as well it's a combination of things um one, you do need to fuel appropriately for each each training session. Two, um, you need to make sure that your daily diet is um, is consistent. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we get tired towards the end of the week because we may not be getting 
a sufficient amount of calories. I, one thing I noticed about, I got this new watch and it tells me how many calories um, I burn each day. So there are some days where I am totally deficient on the number of calories I'm consuming versus the number that I burn. And that can make you fatigued. And the one thing that gets me all the time is I do not get enough deep sleep. Mm. That's extremely important as well. So if you work, um, you have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> check, check. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, can, um, it, can, it, it can take its toll on you. And one thing I always tell people too is be consistent with your nutrition fuel appropriately for each workout for your shorter workouts if you're working out less than an hour and a half you really don't need a caloric a highly caloric um fuel you need some electrolytes maybe some light calories but that's it but you do need to fuel appropriately for anything that's definitely two hours or over but the rest that consistency with your diet one of the things that really hits people too as and i keep harping on this and maybe it's because of my issue with um with diabetes is sugar will zap your energy and an overabundance of caffeine will zap your energy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I've been really struggling with my weight for some reason. I put on a lot of, I put on like 10 pounds over the off season and I cannot take it off, but, and I'm, I've been using, I've used hammer Mm -hmm. last year, but I'm finding now it just doesn't, it's for some reason this year is just not working for me. It's killing my stomach and I feel not well when I'm Mm -hmm. taking like gels or whatever. And, um, so I was trying to look for something else. Maybe it's the sugar, but I'd never thought about my sugar intake, honestly. (laughs) Robert, do you have any, have you ever had any issues with the hammer or do you have any suggestions? Sure. Um, so a couple of things. Uh, one, of, one of the things I was going to add was that um, particularly for workouts, nutrient timing is, is a place where a lot of people make mistakes. Yes. Um, like, for instance, one of the things that I see quite often with some of the people that I coach is they'll have lunch at like 1230, 1 o'clock, and then they don't work out till maybe 7 or 8 o'clock, not realizing that in that four or five hour period, they could have depleted most of the the fuel that they have in their body. So when by the time they actually do go to start their workouts, they are already sort of glycogen uh, deficient. And so the, when, as they hit near the end of their workout, they're really struggling because they haven't really sort of refueled the tank. So that's one thing. With respect to Hammer, um, I'd say a couple of things. One is um, the Hammer products like Heed, like the, the, the fluid stuff. So if you're doing a, an hour and a half or less, you'll probably be using heed uh, if, you're use, if you need calories, and if you need uh, electrolytes, you'd be using um, the Enduralytes. One of the things I would say with heed is, heed is very specific to body weight, and a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people just take the one scoop, throw it in. That may or may not be enough or maybe too much for you. You, ah. if you the back of the package, it will tell you how to dose efficiently depending on your weight and how long and how intense your workout is. So that's one thing, like for instance, for, for about a year, I was using just one scoop, not realizing that at my weight, I really need more like one and a half for, for, for a 24 ounce bottle for me. So that could be different for you as well. And also it depends on the intensity. If you're doing something like hill repeats, you know, that's a much higher intensity workout than if you're just rolling along at, you know, a zone two or a zone three ride. So you have to take those things into consideration as well. Um, now, Hammer does use multi, multidextrin as their um, main carbohydrate source. 
which is a sugar, but it's, it's a very low glycemic sugar. So I, I, I wouldn't expect it to spike your blood sugar much to, you know, for the same reasons mm -hmm. for the product that you use, uh, Kinesia. Mm -hmm. So, so that would, you know, be one thing. And I would say that with respect to the gel, I usually take them 15 minutes before I do a workout. So they're well into my system and they are, they're not, because you are, you know, you are shoving a huge amount of carbohydrates into your stomach while you're out there churning, you know, and working and you don't want blood rushing to your stomach when it should be going to your legs, you know? So th those are the things that I would say with respect to some of Hammer's products. That's awesome. I didn't know that about the heat. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. If you look on the back, I don't know if you have the big size, like the mm -hmm. 32 ounce or the 64 ounce size, it will tell you what the dosing is for it. Yeah. And that's, okay. and that's very similar to, um, to F2C. They use a clustered dextrin, not just a multo. So it's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, very, very similar. And it, it's, your your body changes too as as you start racing um right i i mean since i've i've since i've started to try to be more intense about how i'm racing um my caloric needs have gone up um when i'm doing my high intensity workouts or um when i'm racing so um the first time i really tried to go hard I, I'm, I felt like Superwoman till mile 10. Then I was like, oh my God, is somebody going to drag me the last three miles? What is, what's going on here? But I've, um, I think last year I, I was able to dial in on, um, even though my season was too long, I, I, I really was able to run strong all the way through the finish through um, South Africa. After that, I was just kind of tired. I'd raced too many times over the course yeah. of the year. But um but yeah, it's, um, your, your, your body just changes. And then too, um, when I started racing, um, I had just given birth to twins. I think I was like a bajillion percent body fat. And, <laughs> and, oh my God. And, uh, and you know, now, um, I think I'm like 18% body fat. So it's <laughs> my body functions a lot differently than it wow. did after, you know, giving birth. So, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. No doubt that's true. Yeah. So that's, um, that's about the, about the products, um, that I use when I'm racing. So I know, um, like my goals this year, I have two key goals. Um, and it's funny, I'm, I'm getting ready for world championships and it's not my A race, <laughs> which is kind of, <laughs> that's, I, I guess I shouldn't be saying that out loud, but I have two A races. My, my goals this tell. year. <laughs> my my goals this year are related to time um i've bumped up on uh 530 a couple of times my goal this year is to go under 530 wow. and um my, i was fully prepared to go 12 flat at arizona but i completely just cramped and bonked so mm -hmm. arizona and um one of my 70.3s those are my two goals this year so my nutrition is um focused on that um comfortable with my weight but I think maybe if, as I approach the, my two aerases I want to drop maybe five pounds and I also want to experiment with um, making sure I have the maximum I'm consuming the maximum amount of calories that my body can absorb on the bike so I've been experimenting with that on um, my long rides to see mm -hmm. how much I can consume and still get off the bike and start running at a steady pace and not feel sluggish. So those are my my goals um, as it relates just to race nutrition. 
and as far as everyday nutrition, um, just consuming the foods that I love and that I grew up with, um, but making sure I keep a healthy spin on them. Uh, I, I guess because of my background, junk food isn't really a part of that. Um, well, I don't know. My mom is from Wilmington, North Carolina, but she was always very um, healthy in what she ate. My father's from the Caribbean, but I grew up mostly with my aunt. So I, I grew up on beans, rice, greens, yeah. um, bread without yeast in it. So that's kind of what I eat, but I try to, and I try to teach my kids to um, eat the same way. I don't meal prep, Jaja, sorry. I just keep <laughs> it in the pot and they got to get their own. <laughs> but um so i guess i'd like for you guys to if you could kind of share what your nutrition goals are related to the racing and then just related to your everyday eating maybe you have something that um might help somebody else on the call i can i can tell you for a fact my my i have the worst nutrition of everyone probably (laughs) So, like, I love beer, I love chocolate, I love sweets, I love desserts, all that stuff. I love all of it, <laughs> okay? So it's, it's a real struggle for me um, to stay away from that stuff on, on a regular basis. Uh, what I typically do, like, right now I'm training for world championships. My race is going to be short. Unlike Khadija's, my race will be over in under 75 minutes. So, um Basically, I, what I try to do as I'm prepping for something like this is right now I'm not drinking any beer. So I'm off beer completely. So I, I go through these phases where I, I eat very repetitiously. Like I have oatmeal for breakfast every morning. And I have, you know, then I have a, a good sized lunch that has some carbs, some vegetables, and some, you know, maybe some meat. And then for dinner, I try to eat small. Actually, I try to eat very little for dinner, and all I'll do is fuel for whatever workout. I'm, I do a lot of my workouts at night just because of the way my schedule is. Uh, me too. I, yeah, I'm but, a night trainer. <laughs> yeah, me too. Like, I'm in my basement at, like, 10 o'clock on my trainer or something like that. It's not unusual. Um, so I, I basically, like, I, I subscribe to the eat breakfast like a king, lunch like a prince, and dinner like a pauper. Yes. So basically, I eat, get all my calories early in the day try to burn through them as much as I can and then try to really be lean and fast when I'm, when I'm doing my workouts in the evening. And so basically for those three months that I'm really prepping for something, I'm very diligent. And then as soon as I'm finished prepping for that, I go and make myself happy for about a, a month or so. And then I say, okay, what's my next goal? And then I start all over again. So, so you know, I, 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 the struggle is real. I understand it. <laughs> I can completely understand it. I, I am lucky though because my wife and my son are vegan, so I have when I do have food at home, it's usually Sometimes, pretty good. Yeah, not always. I'm not always vegan. He's close enough. Oh. <laughs> Lily, you've been so quiet. What are What are your goals well, this year? Um, so I have a uh, aqua bike in May, and then uh, my another seventy point three in October. Okay. But, uh, you know, after having um, my hysterectomies this December, I've gained like 18 pounds mm-hmm. and stuff. So trying to lose weight has been hard. So I got a dietitian and found out that um, I can't do gluten and I can't do dairy and soy, of course, because it counters my um, thyroid medicine. So it's been, an, it's been a struggle um, trying to find the right 
I, I like to go, I like to shop in the aisles and I'm having to learn to shop around the perimeter. Yeah. You know, fresh fruits, everything organic um, and stuff. And then she told me I ate, I ate too much beans and rice so that I had to cut that out a little bit, I cut down on them. So you might want to focus on greens, um, some of the high protein um, vegetable products like quinoa. Um, you have to ask about barley. I'm not sure. I love bar. I love barley. I don't know why, because it kind of takes on the flavor of whatever you cook it with. Um, has a lot of potassium and protein. One cup is only like I think like 200, 250 calories. So. Um, yeah, I know that struggle. My mother takes thyroid medicine, and it's um, it can be a struggle to maintain that balance. Yeah, especially if you got hypo. Hypo is hard. Yeah. But you're assuming I cook, Khadija. What did you say? So you're assuming I cook. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Tracy, you've been quiet, quiet as well. What do What do you want to share? What questions do you have? Um, I don't, I don't really have anything to share. Um, mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm very ignorant to this whole thing. Um, <laughs> I just started triathlon. I decided I wanted to do a 70.3. So I'm going to do that in June. I just learned to swim. Okay. I don't know anything about, I mean, I don't know anything about like nourishing myself for this. I mean, I'm here to learn. <laughs> Okay. I mean, if I'm being honest, you all are using terms that I have never heard in my entire life, uh, or, or I don't know what, they, or I hear people use them, but I don't know what they mean. So, like, I just, I'm just here to learn, and I'm just trying to write stuff down and soak it in. So you, if you hear something, you don't know what it is. Ask. ask. Yeah. So yeah. Have you, you've done some sprints and Olympics, and this is just going to be your first 70.3? No, I, I've never done a triathlon at all. Oh, okay. All right. You, I have been looking for you. So I, for my birthday, I wanted to select someone who had never done a triathlon to work with them to get through their first triathlon. And I had, I had like six people apply and like four of them had already done triathlons. And it's a long story. I don't want to get into it. But if you're, if you're looking, I'm not a coach. Um, I've been through everything. I just want to share what I learned through my trial and error with somebody who's never been through it. So if you're interested in that, inbox me after this and we can talk. I would love that so much. I mean, like, literally, I, I just learned to swim, like, four weeks ago. <laughs> well, every, it's funny. Everybody, everybody, when they've done their first try, they learned how to swim. I'm a city kid. I grew up in New York. I had to learn how to ride a bike. <laughs> okay. It was hilarious. The first time I ride with the Metro Atlanta Cycling Club, the first time I went on a ride with them, I fell off my bike in the parking lot. And they all just looked at me like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I can't promise that won't happen to me. I, I, I haven't. I, those skinny tires are making me nervous. I've only rode on a trainer in my basement. So I haven't even had my bike out. Like I just bought a bike. Like I, like I, I turned forty this year, and so I just decided that oh, I because mean, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a jazzercise instructor, so I'm in decent shape. So I'm like, mm -hmm. let's push it to the next level. Let's see it. And yeah, it, I'm pushing it all right. But I mean, it, it's fun. And then like, I, I just, I just love like learning all this stuff and 
everybody is so encouraging and like like you're doing things like this like I mean how can you not be like in love with this whole thing so I'm just taking it all in so we have and Tracy then then you're gonna find out that you that you then you have to learn how to ride a tri bike like I said that's my goal right now is trying to learn how to I got a tri bike and now I'm like oh yeah that scares the crap out of me yeah that scares me don't get me Tracy, what, um, what, where are you, what's your half going to be in June? Um, Steelhead in Michigan. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. I thought you were in Maryland. I was hoping you were going to do Eagleman. Cause that's oh. what I, so, yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed Eagleman. That's a good race. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we have a couple people on the phone um, who haven't spoken. I'm not sure who they are because it's just numbers are showing up. The 313-418 number. Did you want to chime in? Hello, Khadija, and hello, everybody. This is Carmen. Oh, hi. Oh, this, this, this is my sorority sister. She's, um, my sorority is one of the reasons I even started doing um, triathlon. I have an amazing group of sorority sisters, and, um, I'm like the dumb jock of the group. They're all like majorly educated and super smart. That is not true. <laughs> you are too. You are too. So, but yeah, she's um she's a family physician, and um, I'm thank you for supporting me. They always do. Sure, and I'm just I'm calling to learn because I mean, even as a physician, we don't even learn that much about nutrition anyway. Um, let alone nutrition that athletes need and how to fuel their bodies as well. So. I'm here to learn myself. So yeah. Now one That's of the things I learned my from my doctor, um, well, we kind of learned together, and I, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Is it creatine or creatinine? Creatine. 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 My creatine. Is it the supplement level, or the kidney function? Well, the kidney function, when they did my blood work, that was slightly high. There were some things that were for Okay, creatinine. Or creatinine then. Creatinine yeah. that were abnormal. Yeah for a normal person but then when she realized that I was an endurance athlete she was like oh okay so um, yep. as a physician do you have any recommendations for us as far as maybe supplements or things that we should look for as normal or abnormal just monitoring and understanding that for an endurance athlete somebody's abnormal may very well be your normal Okay. A lot of the um, endurance athletes that I encounter, they are like seriously bradycardic to the point where a normal person, they would actually be ready to pass out. But an endurance athlete, a uh, heart rate of 55 and sometimes even 50 is totally normal. I just say, hey, do you feel like you're going to pass out? No, I feel great. I'm like, all right. That means their heart is in good condition. It doesn't have to work as hard to pump the blood. Yeah. So that's why the heart rate is low. Mine is mine generally stays around forty eight. So, yeah. Yep. Exactly. Mine, mine is fifty two, but then the other day it got all the way up to like one ninety seven. Oh, that's um, when you're training. Yeah, I'll push two hundred. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because people yeah. are like, that's expected. Really high, and I'm like, 
Well, I think when you're training, that's okay. Okay, that makes me feel better. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's fine. And at my, age, my, at my age, they're like, oh, when you're training, you shouldn't go over a certain heart rate. I mean, as long as you can tolerate it, it's it's fine. At, at 50, they don't expect right. you to be pushing a 200 um, heart rate, but yeah, I can and it doesn't bother me. Part of it is, too, usually when they see heart rates like that, sedentary people, I've had this argument. I used to work in a gym. For a exactly. Time. I've had this argument with lots of nurses who are like, that's unhealthy. And I say, yeah, it's unhealthy if you're sitting around or pedaling really slow. But for people who are trained, they're used to performing at that heart rate, you know? Yes. And when you mm-hmm. see them when they're, when they're sitting down, you know, and their heart rate, you have a whole different perspective on it. Yeah. I can I say I have been like when I've noticed my my heart my resting heart rate is somewhere around somewhere between 48 and 53 almost always Mm -hmm. and when I see my heart rate going up when I'm really exercising I get so scared because everybody has said you know you can't get your heart rate over a certain amount I'm 51 and so I've been stopping myself (laughs) no no. no, if you're no, if you're comfortable at that level and you're not in pain or anything of that nature, no, train oh. train where you're comfortable. Okay, just, just thank so you. you. Know, just so you know, I'm about to turn 54, and when I when I have big hard races, I'm in the high 160s, 70s. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my you. average heart rate through through a half Ironman stays right around the one um the 180 range that i get a little uncomfortable at the sprints because i'm i'm pushing right under 200 the whole way <laughs> i feel i feel a little bit more sane um i that i love the longer distances i'm i'm i my uh I'm, i have more strength than i do um cardio fit, in my opinion cardio fitness yeah Right. Did anybody have any have any other questions or anything else that they they want? This has been a really good conversation. I appreciate the group. I know Jaja, you have some good things to share, maybe about meal prep and maybe integrating what um, F two C. Because I know you're new to F two C, but it seems like you've really um, really embraced using the products along with your normal diet. Well, I, um, I broke both of my legs when I was uh, 17, so I have a pin in my knee and a pole in my thigh, Wow! and I have arthritis, mm-hmm. um, and so I had to change my diet because of inflammation and other things that was going on um, where I just realized what, where the pain was coming from. At first, I thought I was injured, so when I went to a physical therapist and they showed me the x-ray, they was like, oh, you just have arthritis. We could give you medication, we can give you a shot, or you could change your diet. And I'm like, I'll change my diet. <laughs> like, I don't want to, I don't do shots. I can barely remember what kids' names are, let alone remember to take a pill. Um, <laughs> and so, like, I, you know, I'm wondering what day of the week. So I know I'm not, I don't do vitamins. So um, I just can't remember. <laughs> like, I'm like, dang, I keep forgetting that bottle. So I've tried the multivitamin thing. So that's never worked for me. So greens is perfect because it's really helped me with all the greens that I need. Um, when I looked up um, everything that I needed for, um, for my inflammation, it was all greens. And so since that's in powder, I drink that every morning and I haven't felt any pain. Like my knee used to hurt me like after mile 10 um, on long runs. And I'd be like, okay, with a marathon, I know by like mile 15 and 20, I'm just going to hate my life. And I don't have that pain anymore. Um, which is weird. Like I 
you know, I thought, well, you know, it's probably going to be consistent, but it's totally my diet change, um, where I've noticed that was a big deal. And, um, the whole sugar thing, I love the product because of the non-sugar, because that was something else that was causing a lot of the inflammation and just health wise. Um, the other thing is I just try to keep my weight down. Um, that kind of helps me keep going and just not having that sugar. Like we took family pictures and I was like, why y'all didn't tell me I was fat? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> there was just things that I just needed <laughs> to help me eat the right. So I basically changed my diet just because of my injuries and, um, uh, love the product because it's really, um, helped me be consistent, uh, throughout the workouts. I had two, uh, DNFs for fulls. And one was from an injury and um, the other one was, I was just tortured on the course, but um, the, the, the nutrition I had just wasn't right. And so after my second bonk, uh, I contacted um, Khadijah and we had a heart to heart and she let me know it was definitely my nutrition <laughs> and introduced me to the product. So, which has been amazing for me. And I used it for Arizona and once I um, met with the owner in Arizona at their tent and he explained everything in detail, it just let me know, like I was doing the greens for like maybe three months. So that was making me feel good in the morning. I was regular, so that was awesome. <laughs> um, but then other things that I was able to get done and I felt great on the race. Like even, um, I think my confidence at some point on the run was a thing but it definitely wasn't my nutrition like I just kept going even on the run part like I was so excited to be there and it, it definitely had a lot to do with my nutrition on the bike um I had glycodurant so that's the one that um Katie mentioned and I um made sure I had the right amount of calories now I don't want to interrupt the, I just yeah. want to confirm you are team mango aren't you Yes, Team Mango. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> as long as we, <laughs> I just want to make sure. It's team Mango, Team Mango, right there. <laughs> um, so funny. But um, I had uh, enough calories on the bike that once I got to the run, I just had water and soup because I consumed everything there. And again, no pain. Because in the past, once I get to the run, at some point, um, I'm in pain. Yeah. Um, that happened to me in Augusta. I had Gatorade um, on the on the run, and my stomach was full and bloated because of sugar. And so I just noticed I definitely had to change what I was doing, what I was consuming. So um, because that was my first time having the product for the entire time, I'm just playing with my nutrition to make sure that I have all the right things uh, during training. So that's a goal of mine, and then to improve. I mean, I was just happy to make it to the finish because that was my first full so I was really excited to do that and um uh and use the product but now I just want to increase and do better so my my greatest one of my greatest triathlon moments I wasn't even doing anything I was sitting in a chair with a wrap a blanket wrapped <laughs> around me cramping <laughs> cramping as though it would never stop I was I was so proud of you when you crossed that line you have no idea I was it was I it was amazing I was so excited we all were we were like, like tears just like yay awesome moment yeah we were all in tears when you came through I was like yay but the question for you so you're saying that you did that f2 thing and it didn't hurt your tummy on the run because that's where I have issues is on the run not I had it fully on the bike where I didn't need to consume much of anything on the run. Yeah. What, what you, what 
I generally do, and I'm sure it, it's what John, they, because one of the things I do love too about being on the F2C team is we have weekly training sessions where they sit us down for like 30 minutes and they teach us how to use the products. Um, they're, they're like many, I mean, they're not required. They're just like mini seminars and they talk about how to use the products and consuming as many calories as our body is able to absorb during that bike is one of the things that they teach us and then to be as light as possible on the run they're even they are coming out with um gels as well but even the gels aren't highly uh, they're not highly caloric it's just the packaging makes it easier to carry versus um having the hydrodurance with you yeah i get gi issues in the run so once I get to the run, I couldn't even do infinite on the run anymore because it wasn't, one, it wasn't sustaining me, and two, um, it, I, I, my tummy would just have a reaction to it and yeah, to you anything. Gotta, you got to get as many calories as possible on the bike because once your heart rate goes up, your body is not going to absorb as many calories and you don't want all that blood flow going to your stomach. You want it to be in your legs where you need it. Yeah. Thank you. I know Robert's a coach. Do you have any advice for anyone on that? Sorry, I was muted there. What specifically did you? Uh, well, she was. We were just explaining that um, one of the things that they do with uh, the F two C athletes is 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 they have classes with us every week, like thirty minutes on how to consume the products. And one of the things that they they tell us on a regular basis, you got to get the bulk of your calories on the bike because you don't want all that blood flow going to your gut when you're running because you're, you're, you want that blood flow to go to your legs. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that, that statement. Um, what, I mean, me personally, um, what I do is I simulate everything I'm going to do in the race and training. I think that's really important. Um, like I know for me, um, I was a bike racer before I was a triathlete. So I'm very comfortable on the bike with taking food and stuff. But I just found that for me, in the longer events, I require calories on the run. I just, I just can't do it without it. Um, so what I tend to do is I tend to just do nutrient timing. So I will take like, uh, typically what I've been doing in the 70.3s is I've been taking a gel every 30 minutes. And I test that out in training. Um, when I'm in really good shape, I can get away with every 45 minutes. When I'm in less good shape, about every 30 minutes. I just need that constant constant um flow of calories so uh that worked really well for me um and everybody's a little different but you know i, I always tell people try it in try it in training even if you mess it up in training better to do it there than yeah. to mess it up on race day <laughs> you know but even so, you're saying for a gel every 30 minutes that's only four gels that's true that's that's true it's not a lot yeah i mean i'm yeah. not doing a huge amount but i do i mean i know some people who can run the whole thing you know, just on water or just on, you know, a yeah. couple of twigs of, of something. I'm not that guy, but, you know, there are people. I keep two emergency gels. So if I know I'm having a bad day, I'm going to need them. Right. Um, but other than that, I do it off of water and I keep um, a little, a, a little mini packet of electrodurance in my, um, in my shirt for the electrolytes. And I just do it off of water. Yeah, the other thing I was going to say was don't take anything off the course that you haven't already taken in practice. That's one of the biggest mistakes that people make, you know, because the, 
the course will have whoever their sponsor is, and that sponsor's product may not agree with you. Mm -hmm. People have their races wrecked by eating or drinking something they've never drank before, and, and it turned out badly. So, yep. yeah, be prepared. Yeah. That was exactly my case in New Orleans. I started drinking that Gatorade, and it was all she wrote. Gatorade <laughs> is just outright bad for me, so. Yeah. For most people I've talked to, so, yeah. Like me. Yeah. So you, you were getting ready to say something. Yeah. Um. I have a question. So, and, and this, this may be a totally ignorant question, but so I, I, I haven't ever really done like endurance sports. Like the farthest I've run is like a half marathon. So like, how do you, how do you know what your body needs versus, you know, like, is it water? Is it, is it calories? Like, like how, like, how do you, how do you distinguish between like, you know, like how do you know what your body needs? You know trial and error. Yeah, a lot of it's just trial and error. I mean, you know, you go out on a, when you do your brick workout, you know, yeah. go out and see how you feel at the end of it. And if you feel like I was about to die, you probably need more. If you feel bloated, you use too much. And you just keep doing that over and over and over until you get it right. Yeah. 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 It sounds, it sounds, I know it sounds really archaic. Right. Like, in an experiment, like I said, I'm trying to see how many calories. I can consume uh, and get off and run comfortably on the bike. Um, I guess it was, no, it was this past weekend. I consumed a few too many and I'm a mile and a half into the run and I literally had to grab a, thank God I was in the house running on the treadmill. I had to run to the garbage can. It was too much. Mm -hmm. So, okay. you know. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's definitely, trial and error but it's and that's like like i said I'm, I'm amazed by the watch one of the things um you should try to monitor too is if you have any way to monitor how many calories you're burning um that that tends to help you gauge it as well do you do you find that that garmin watches are pretty accurate with calories that you're burning because like sometimes i'll, I'll turn on my my watch and, I, and it's not a very fancy one. It's just a, a Vivo Active 3. Um, but but sometimes when I'm, like, on the treadmill versus what's on the watch, like, the, the calories might be different. Well, I don't – I'm not sure. This I, – I just got this watch. It was a, it was a gift. So I was – that's why I was, like, completely amazed. I was like, wow. Um, I, I had just been estimating based on what shows up in my um, – my perf pro and on the on the treadmill and then i know you know for my weight i burn about 110 120 calories per mile that's what i've been using but i've been watching the watch too to get my um resting so i know my resting average for just sitting around is about 1600 calories a day and i know that i'm burning um on a easy workout day about um 750 a thousand and on my weekend workouts i'm burning about 2500 to three 2500 to three thousand and is that be that because you have so much muscle i'm not i'm not sure um i for my age i do have um a pretty low body fat um yeah. but i do according to that little bmi thing i'm close to being overweight so for my height, I'm supposed to be like 115 pounds and I weigh like uh, 
I stay between 130 and 135, but my body fat's only 18%. So how do you, um, and, and again, this is me being a, a new swimmer, and I have a really low body fat too. What about like your, your buoyancy? This, I, know, I know this doesn't have anything to do with It has nothing to do with body fat. It has everything to do with body position. Okay. Don't let anybody tell you I think I this that it has yeah. nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with body position. It's about keeping keeping your your head in a certain position and keeping those hips up. And when you turn to breathe, a lot of people have the tendency to lift their head up and turn. You, uh uh you just lean your head to the side and half your face comes out. It's all about body position. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I just keep thinking, and she's like, well, my, 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 um, she's like, it's because you don't have any body fat, and I'm like, well, then how do all these, like, professional, like, Olympic athletes with all this muscle, like, how do they do it, you know? Everybody sinks. <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, we are coming up on our time to end, we're, we're actually on our time to end, um, did everybody find this helpful? Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, incredibly so. Like, yeah, my yeah. mind is blown right now. <laughs> well, like I said, um, I definitely, if I definitely reach out to me. Um, like I said, I'm not a coach, um, but I was looking to um, mentor somebody to their first triathlon. Um, this is my year of giving back. Last year. Um, I don't, I don't know if you've, if you've followed me, I had an absolutely amazing year. I messed around and qualified for 70.3 world championships. I had qualified for ITU world championships. Um, somebody literally anonymously paid for me to um, do Dubai. So oh. I was all over the world last year. Um, and I'm a single mom. Um, I know they have this demographic of a triathlete making over a hundred thousand dollars a year and all this other kind of stuff. I'm not that triathlete. <laughs> so, um, I'm just extremely grateful. And, um, this year I wanted to make sure that I gave as much love, at least a port. I couldn't give it all back, but if I could give back at least a portion of the love that I got last year. And one of the things I definitely wanted to do was to introduce somebody to triathlon and, help them, you know, love the sport is as much as I do. So if you're, if you're interested in that, Tracy, let, inbox me and uh, we can get together and have a call um, a little bit later on in, in the week. Oh, yes, please. And just for the record, <laughs> what'd you say? And just for the record, Katie, you've been, just for the record, you've been giving back the whole time. Cause I mean, when I started getting into doing these things, you know, you were always ready to give advice and what to do and how to, you know, so you're the one, you've always done that. So I agree. Thank you so much. So what um what I'd like to every now and then do um something like this. It seems like I should do another one on nutrition. Maybe Jaja, you and I can get together and um, do another um, kind of seminar webcast on um, on nutrition. Are there any other things that you think maybe um, people would like to get together and talk about or you yourselves on the call would like to get together and talk about? Bike. 
Oh, you got the two best people, right? Robert and I, that could get ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I need all the help you and Robert can suggest. I'm telling you, Tina scares the crap out of me. I got, I couldn't even, you know, I hurt and changed whatever gear I was in is what I was writing on um, the other day. I was like, I'm not changing gears in an arrow position. That scared the crap out of me. Should, uh, so whatever you advice you have. Starting in May, I'll be doing uh, bike handling sessions. You should come to one of those or come to uh, my cycling studio and, and get some, some, some training and advice in. I, I'd be more than glad to help you. Where, where are you located? Robert, I'm in Silver Spring, Maryland. Okay. Oh. Awesome. Oh, so you're the one that Vaughn and them always talk about. Vaughn and Dolly and all of them. Vaughn was just at my house this weekend. Yeah, the pain cave. Right, that's us. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I'm going to come when you're not having a class. No, you should. <laughs> so, Robert, would you like to maybe um, get together and plan something? Just maybe to talk about. But I know a lot of people um, misselect components. Um, yeah. Well, riding um, uh, about a month before the Atlantic City Ironman, there's a <laughs> Olympic distance race in Atlantic City. And uh, Vaughn Spencer, who some of you guys know as Hannah Vontana on uh, Facebook, she has a group called Fast Chicks, and every year they pick a race. And this year they're doing the Atlantic City uh, Olympic distance. And I'm going to be down there. I'll be racing, but I'm, I'm also going to do a, a, a talk uh, while I'm down there. I, I don't know what it's going to be about yet because I'm kind of letting Vaughn pick the subject, and we'll, we'll work that out later. But, <laughs> but yeah, so if you want a good race and I'll have a whole bunch of BTA people, um, okay. that would be nice to show up to. <laughs> I, I already signed up, so. Oh, cool. Yeah, you know, you know, Vaughn is my Vaughn is my girl, so she's in there, got me roped into this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it's a good race, and it's one of the best run races that I've that I've had the pleasure of doing. Um, the guy who runs it is really good, and it's really well, really well done. Okay, I'm I'm going to Atlantic City too for for the Fast Chick meetup in August. Awesome. So, oh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll be there. So okay. look forward to meeting you guys in person. Okay. So what, what would you Thank like? You. So, so the, our next discussion, you'd like to be like it to be on bike, what bike selection or what would you like it to be on? I don't, you know, I'm, I don't know, Khadija. I just, I, I just know the bike is, is, it's a scary thing for a lot of people other than the swim. Okay. You know, you got to learn how to, change your tire you got to know how to like you said components you know how many times have i called you about components and then you sent me some components mm -hmm. um like i said you're always gifting people but even then it's like you know about a good you know bike fit right and then you got to make sure you have the i mean it's just trying to find the right bike it's a lot of stuff it's it, so whatever you guys can think of for beginners would be great robert robert would you like to help me with that maybe do a bike basics thing when it's convenient for you yeah sure you guys just let me know and i'd be more than more than happy to do that okay awesome awesome i mean i have to get down to i have to get to maryland yeah next time they talk about in this pancake girl they talk about that pancake all the time i hear vaughn and dolly and angela all of them talking about that you know and i was like man let me go hide no, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I know that's right. All right. Well, I, I want to thank everybody for um for coming out. Um, uh, if you have any questions, 
feel free to, um, <clears throat> I'm sorry, inbox me directly. Um, the two discount codes for F2C are Khadija15 or Jaja15. Um, if you have questions about hammer nutrition, you can contact Robert. Um, so you could, you, because you, you, you're, are you a hammer ambassador? Uh, I'm sponsored by them, so it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. No, because they just call us ambassadors. It's the same thing. Okay. They have different contracts with, um, with right. them. Um, so, um, and that's, that's really it. And I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing from you, Tracy. Oh, me, I'm, I can't even wait. I'm going to text you or inbox you right now. <laughs> and and where, are you, where are you located? I'm in um, Grand Haven, Michigan. Okay. Okay, so we might have to do the online thing and um, I might have to see if I can get up there once and maybe get you down here once. So. Yes. All right. But thank you, everybody, so much for joining. I really appreciate this. And Carmen, I thank you so much. Thank you. Absolutely. You're welcome. My soror is always surprising me in the most amazing ways. That's why I love y'all. Aw, <laughs> love you too. All right. All right. Everyone have a good night. So I'm really Thanks, cool. Khadijah. Right. Yeah. Thank you all so much. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye.